Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to my three takeaways episode from the Charlie Gilkey interview that I just posted this past Monday. This is one of my absolute favorites. I'm never going to say one interview or another is my favorite because I love them all, but this one has so many takeaways, and it's about a subject that I'm super passionate about. I mean, if you just read his book title, Start Finishing, How to Go from Idea to Done, everybody can relate to that because everybody has an idea that they didn't make come into fruition or they didn't make it into a reality. They didn't go from idea to done. And so he does a great job in this book laying out super practical, practical, practical tips that you can take action on when you have an idea that you want to take action on and make it come into a reality. If you guys have a fitness goal that you want to make come to reality, you need to make sure you go to nickcarrier.com slash free dash PDF. Again, nickcarrier.com slash free dash PDF, and you can download my PDF on six steps to get you motivated and crush your next fitness goal. These six steps are the things that I use to coach people all across the country to help them define the goal that they really want to achieve, because that's really the hardest part for a lot of people. And then we help create a very specific game plan. And then it's just about execution from there on out. So again, nickcarrier.com slash free dash PDF. But for now, let's get right into my three takeaways from Charlie Gilkey. Number one is projects are not irreversible. I know so many people suffer from analysis paralysis when they're going to make a decision. They think, oh my gosh, what if I make the wrong decision? What if I screw up? What if this wasn't the thing that I really should do? Charlie talks about realize your life goes in projects, three to five year increments. Now these are like P or capital P projects he talks about are the three to five year increments. But a lot of those other decisions that you have analysis paralysis about are not those capital P projects. They're small P projects, meaning that if you make it, it's not irreversible. You can make a different decision to reverse that very quickly. For example, I took a job three years ago here in Nashville and within two weeks I quit because I very quickly realized that that wasn't the job for me. But if I took so much time discerning what the right job was, then I would have wasted a lot of time. But because I picked a job relatively quickly, it allowed me to know which way wasn't the right way, which steered me in the right direction quicker. So sometimes you have to go the wrong direction quickly in order to know what the right direction is. So just remember that projects are not irreversible. Decisions are not irreversible. Takeaway number two is the best time to make a plan for tomorrow is at the end of the day today. And I really loved his analogy of it's like it's about building bridges from day to day. The best thing the best time to know how to add on to the bridge that you've built today is at the end of that day. You know very clearly what the steps are because you just finished the prior step. So if you plan the day based off of what you know at the end of the day, you'll have a lot clearer direction tomorrow as to how to go about your time, and you won't have to spend your time thinking about what it is that you're supposed to do. Takeaway number three is planning prevents decision fatigue. Again, this is all about planning the night before. It gives you defaults so often every single day. We have to make so many decisions. We have to decide what time we're going to wake up. We have to decide what we're going to put on to wear in the morning. We have to decide what time we're going to shower. We've got to decide what we're going to eat for breakfast. We got to decide what time we're going to leave for work. We got to decide what emails we're replying to. All these things. And the more these decisions build up on us, the more we get what's called decision 
fatigue and decision fatigue leads to bad habits. It leads to taking bad action by the end of the day. But if you already know, already have your clothes laid out, if you know what you're going to eat for breakfast, if you know what podcast you're going to listen on the way to work, because it's going to be this podcast, if you know what exactly you're going to do right when you get to work, if you know what you're going to have for lunch, you get the point. If you've made some decisions the night before, if you plan the night before, you're not going to have these meaningless decisions cause decision fatigue by the end of the day. Therefore, you're not going to make terrible bad habits. Takeaway number four is creativity is not unbounded, uh, not unbounded. It's structured. He said that's the biggest misconception about creativity is that people think it's this kind of like willy nilly thing that ideas pop up randomly. And sometimes that's true. But he says, think about how much time we spend figuring out what to do rather than how to do it. And to me, it's all about being present. If you don't have to worry about what to do, you just have to worry about how to do it then you can be fully present in whatever task that is and your creativity boundaries can be unleashed and you can fully devote your time to that and you don't have to think about what you have to do later on because you know you're going to get to it if you've planned. And number five is the power of boundaries. He talks about how relationships have, to, or his his relationship with his significant others had taught him to create both positive boundaries for the relationship and create negative boundaries from other things as well. So he went, I really liked in a podcast that he talked about and on his own, how him and his wife went on a, on a trip, not because he needed a trip, not because she needed a trip, because they as a couple needed a vacation. You have to create positive boundaries for things that are meaningful in your life, for things that give you energy. And you also have to create negative boundaries. You have to be like, I can't do this at this particular time. Or these are the types of things that I can't do on weekdays. Or some, or so, something to that extent of the, I am not going to do this thing for the negative boundary. So again, guys, my quick five takeaways from the Charlie Gilkey interview. Number one, as projects are not irreversible, don't get stuck in analysis paralysis. Take action because sometimes you have to go the wrong way to more quickly to figure out what the right way is. Number two, the best time to make a plan for tomorrow is at the end of the day today. When you want to extend that bridge of projects that you've been working on, you have to keep it, you have to know what the next step is because the last step was so fresh in your mind. So when you finish that last step at the end of the day at five o'clock, 5.30, 6 o'clock, whenever you're done, say what the next step is that you're going to take action on tomorrow. Takeaway three was planning prevents decision fatigue. Instead of having to make so many meaningless decisions causing you to get tired by the end of the day, create some defaults for yourself. Takeaway number four was creativity is not unbounded, it's structured. How much, do you, how much time do you waste focusing on what to do rather than how to do it? So plan so you can be fully present which sparks creativity. Number five is the power of boundaries. If you have something that provides you energy, create a positive boundary for it. If you have something that takes energy away, create a negative boundary for it. I hope you guys enjoyed these five takeaways from Charlie. I think they're super actionable and they're great things from the interview. They're great thing from his book. Make sure you go get his book, Start Finishing, How to Go From Idea to Done. This is one of those books that has been a game changer for me personally and they're a lot of books I love, but not so many books I take action on. And this is a book that I definitely take action on because he has so many different practical steps in there for all of us to be able to make that idea come to fruition and become a reality. So I hope the takeaways and I hope the interview with Charlie helps you get closer and closer to your best you. You.